Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nations, the Dream Takes, the Dream Take podcast. My name is Mike Brown. Happy Monday night to all of you Rockets fans out there. Rockets lose their sixth game in a row to the Philadelphia 76ers. Jabari Smith, 10 points. KJ Martin, 15 points. Jayshon Tate got the start tonight, six points. Shingoon, 12 points, eight rebounds. Jalen Green, 29 points. He did only shoot six of 20 from the field. He wasn't impressive, 15 of 17 from the line. Frank the Tank Kaminsky got six minutes tonight. He didn't score a bucket. Usman Garuba, five points. Uh, Days had six points. Tari Eason had eight points. Boban Marjanovic with... Seven points, Josh Christopher, two points, Ty Ty Washington, four points, and Mr. Hudgens did not score. For the 76ers, Tobias Harris had 11, Embiid had 23, James Harden had 28, Tyrese Maxey had 26, and that's all she wrote. Rockets got outscored, ironically, tonight in all four quarters. So that's pretty fun. 32 to 29 in the first. 23 to 19 in the second, 35 to 30 in the third, and 33 to 26 in the fourth. And what is this? Game 57 out of 82. So thank God we only have 25 more of these games to go. You know, (laughs) it's so funny to me, Rockets fans. I saw a news, uh, a new. Yeah, Nick says four competitive quarters individually. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that. But when you get outscored four straight quarters, it can be competitive. All you want to say, I guess, Nick. But this team sucks. Like, I just, it's not even fun to watch them anymore. Because you know what's coming. You know that all they're going to do is lose. There's nothing that you can tell me or teach me. In, in the in the last 25 games in the year. We all know what's going to happen the last 25 games of the year. Sean makes a great point. Rockets are 6 of 24 from the three-point line. And what's funny to me, Rockets fans, is I, I love how we talked about grading the trade deadline a couple, uh, a couple shows ago. We haven't been on since, or I haven't been on since Friday. Um, we talked about the the deadline, and everybody was so excited. Oh, look, we got uh, Aaron Holiday, we got Danny Green, we got Frank Frank the Tank Kaminsky, and the Rockets bought out Holiday, bought out Danny Green, bought out John Wall. They're left with Frank Kaminsky, who played six minutes tonight. I mean, it's his first game with the team. I'm not gonna 
I'm not going to bash the guy. I mean, he played six minutes. He was fine, you know. But so many people are looking at this team saying, you know, there's no shooting. Justin Holiday. Sorry. My apologies. Thank you, Sean. Uh, Justin Holiday. They bought him out. He goes to Dallas. Uh, John Wall obviously wasn't going to stick with the team. But I would have liked Justin Holiday to, to have been here. You know, Danny Green. Obviously, he's a veteran. Both of those guys are veteran players. But <laughs> Rockets fans are so blinded by this offseason. It's all about the offseason. It's all about, you know, clearing cap space. And it's all about what are the Rockets going to do this offseason? As we welcome in Goof's friend of the show, I know what's coming, uh, Jim. But and Sean says Kaminsky's only here because no playoff team wants him. Y'all are not y'all. The people who listen to this show, y'all are the real ones, right? Y'all know what's going on. Jim, you know what's going on with this team. You have a cheap owner who doesn't want to spend any money. You are correct. <clears throat> the most so em- embarrassing thing that came out of the <sighs> trade deadline stuff is you get four vets <clears throat> of which you only end up keeping one. So you – to your point about being cheap, you just did a salary swap. You just cleared the books is all you did. You didn't, didn't gain anything yep. from that. Um, but I will tell you, normally I would have my criminal indictments tonight. I don't have them. I'm going to tell you mm. what. Tonight, that should have happened at the beginning, at the end of November, beginning of December. You need to have the young guys out there getting run actually playing games against well-coached teams versus we've now lost half the season doing whatever fuckery we were doing. And now we're doing it. It's, it's funny, man, because you and I, and a lot of other people, pop, Sean, James, Adam, what's funny is when you have a sports opinion Everybody has the same ideal, right? We all want the Rockets to win. And, and Pops is right, $60 million in cap space this summer. No one wants to come to this team. I don't know if that's 100% right. Right. I think here's the difference, right? You can have all the money in the world, right? Which is what the Rockets have. The Rockets have all this money to go spend. What are you going to spend it on is my question. Right. Right. Like, I mean, think about it. Go look it, at it, the 2023 NBA free agency. Spot track, right? You're going you're gonna to pay Russell Westbrook to come back here? <laughs> right. But, you know, but think, about, think about even at, at some of our better times, we couldn't attract high-end free agents. I no. mean, well, uh, Dwight Howard. You got Dwight Howard to come here. You got Chris Paul to re-up here. You got James Harden multiple times to sign back here. But but remember the Chris Bosh chase. Remember, uh, yeah, I remember. Um, chasing Carmelo. I mean, there are a whole bunch of people they chased that they never got, right? And so Rockets legend Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> but I think, yeah, they've got all the money in the world. Nobody's going to want to come and lose. And, you know, unless, you know, the owner has something up his sleeve, he doesn't. Um, you know, it, I, I, I don't see where all the money is going to help them. But like I said, I'm, I'm a little heartened now only because letting these kids get some run and trying to figure out what you've got 
is good. It's just too late in the game to have done it. This season was supposed to be about this, not the back half of the season. Incompetent. No, they're, they're late to the game. They're late to the their own game plan, right. which is the funniest part of this. And Sean makes a great point. Again, they're spending more money on guys not to be here. Like their their right. dead money is so unbelievably embarrassing. The amount of guys that they're paying to not be here. And you pay off John Wall twice. You're still, you know, you're paying off. Uh, there is a dead money somewhere that I saw. They're paying like nine different guys not to be here. They're a dumpster fire. This is what happens with bad ownership. I, Stone is whatever. Like, I would love to have Raphael Stone on here. He'll never come on here. To have an honest conversation with him. Like, what are you doing? Like, you building this roster does not make any sense. You take the worst three-point shooting team in the league and get rid of the one guy who's a consistent knockdown shooter. And, and Jim, this is what also doesn't make any sense. You get rid of the one guy that who can actually play decent defense consistently at the big man position, which is Bruno Fernando. Well, so you get rid of shooting and size, the two things that you're not right. good at to begin with, and you replace them with Frank Kaminsky. And you trade your one good asset in Eric Gordon to move up 10 spots in the draft to get another young guy on this team who you can't even develop the talent that you have. So you want to bring another guy into the fold or at best outside of that gym, they're going to use that pick to then trade for what? And that's what people love the idea of is what I'm starting to see. And correct me if I'm wrong. People love the unknown of this Rockets team. Ooh, what if we get the number one pick? Well, what if you don't? Ooh, we have $60 million in in cap space. Yeah, but what if you can't convince anybody because you don't have a real coach and you have a below average general man? At best, that's what Raphael Stone is. And you have a terrible owner. You ever think of that? Rockets Twitter? Cesspool. It's a total cesspool on Twitter. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a, I'm 100% uh, in with you on that. Like, everybody's banking on a whole bunch of what-ifs. And it's not like they're solid what-ifs. They're, I mean, they're massive risk what-ifs. Oh, the $60 million dollars is a waste of money. Let, let's be clear. So let's say we even get the number one pick. We go get Wimby. Uh, who? Mm. What? What vet is still going to? In fact, I would argue what vet would want to be around that circus, right? Because the number one pick is always a circus. The, the offense will be geared toward that person. Why would a vet want to come do that? Well, money. I, I look. The, the thing that the Rockets have going for them is the same thing that they've always had going for them. No, you know they they live in the state of Texas. They play in the state of Texas. No state income tax. People love living in the city of Houston, right? You know, there's a reason why, you know, Shaq is opening up, you know, restaurants here. A lot of the guys live here in the offseason. Good weather, good food. So they have that. The question, the question is, I don't believe for two seconds that the Rockets had legitimate interest in Cam Johnson and Mikel Bridges from the Nets. That would be a ballsy move where I would respect the Rockets. But what have the Rockets done over the last three years? Give me one move that you can point to and say, Wow, 
that was a ballsy move. Trading for Shingun? You traded for a draft pick that turned into Shingun. Okay. But you saw tonight the difference between Shingun and a bona fide center in this league. They will eat his lunch every day of the week. Every day of the week. Right. And he still had a good game tonight. I mean, Shingun was a minus five. He played 33 minutes. He had 12 points and eight rebounds. But that's what he's a nice player. He's not He's not a top – what would you say, Jay? He's not a top 12 center in the league? No, oh, I, I wouldn't even classify him as a center. He's I wouldn't a, classify him as a center. He's a big man. Right. He, he, he's, yeah. a, he's a basically a small forward in a bigger body. He's, he's not a great – he's not I – will, I will give him credit for this. I'd love to see him with shooters around him and more playmaking ability. You know what I mean? Like, I would love to see – I'll give you a guy. You want to talk about a guy that I would spend massive amounts of money on this offseason is Dylan Brooks from Memphis. That's a guy I'd go get, and I'd give him a hell of a lot of money this offseason. You want the ball? I love him. Uh, are you kidding me? Dylan Brooks – would be such an upgrade on this roster. But that's the other part to this is people are like, well, wait. Support for this podcast comes from Macy's. Macy's Inc. is making a major commitment to create a more equitable and sustainable future through its enterprise-wide social purpose platform, Mission Everyone. Through Mission Everyone, Macy's is directing $5 billion of the company's spend through 2025 to support diverse-owned businesses and retail development programs. That spend will also be directed to grant funding to advance human rights, racial justice, workforce development, and economic opportunity. Macy's is working in partnership with important organizations, including the Human Rights Campaign, National Urban League, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America, the Trust for Public Land, and the Jed Foundation and National Alliance on Mental Illness. When all of our voices are heard, when everyone gets a seat at the table, real progress is possible. To learn more about how Macy's Inc. is supporting a brighter future with bold representation for all, check out Macy's.com slash purpose. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are... It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snackin'. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hip. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. For the next, you know, star that wants to get moved, well, who's that guy? Darren Fox isn't going anywhere in Sacramento. They're a top-five team in the West right now. Start looking around the league for guys, you know, 
Jimmy Butler, is he going to leave Miami? No. Is, I mean, name me that guy. I don't want Kyrie. You know, Chris Middleton? Chris Middleton's interesting to me. But you literally just drafted Jabari Smith Jr. So you don't need Chris Middleton. Well, the problem you, the, the, the risk you run when you have a whole bunch of money and very low interest is you start chasing people just to get somebody, right? Because n- no one gets that level of cap space just to leave it open. You don't, you don't gain anything by that. So I could see them highly overpaying someone because they can't get anyone. You know, I mean, I'm okay with that though. You know, do you overpay for a guy like Fred Van Fleet? Oh no, it won't be that good. No, 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 no. no. I, let me, well, let me I know, but I'm asking. But I'm asking you: Would you overpay for Van Fleet to come here? Yes. He, See, I he, like Fred Van Fleet. Oh, because he's a gutsy guy who, you know, yeah. what I mean, he brings it night in and night out. His game is ugly, but it's effective, right? Oh. And 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 that's oh. it's it's. It's it's Pat Beverly with more talent, right? It's it's somebody who can show the kids how to be a consummate professional. Eric Gordon, I think, did some of that. I mean, and it wore on him over time, and he probably was not his best self this season in many ways because of that. Would you would you would you call him a Rockets legend? No. Yeah, me neither. Like no. I love no. when people again, this is this is the asinine world that we live in in sports media. And I don't consider myself a part of the media. I'm a, I'm a fan, as it's been pointed out numerous times on this show, which I don't care about. I don't care about the media because I could give a rip about what anybody thinks. Congrats. You have followers and get retweets and likes. I could care less. Eric Gordon, not a Rockets legend. Well, Mike, who's a Rockets legend? No, the answer is not Yao Ming because he's not one. Neither is Tracy McGrady. Rockets legends, Rudy Tomjanovich, Calvin Murphy, Vernon Maxwell, Kenny Smith, Mario Ellie, Robert Ori, Hakeem Olajuwon, Clyde Drexler. Those guys are legends. Carol Dawson, Rockets legend. Rudy Tomjanovic, Rockets legend. Eric, Eric Gordon, for what? You want a three-point contest? Congrats. Doesn't matter. Right, that'd be like saying Matt Bullard. <laughs> Rockets legend. Right, yeah, no. Nothing, yeah, no, he's, he's not... He's not a legend. I mean, like, look, he was a solid guy. He did everything asked of him. No, he's not a legend.
real coach. At this point, would I would I want Quinn Snyder, ex-coach of the Jazz? He doesn't excite me. I'll be honest with you. If I had to grade that hire for the Rockets, I'd give a hiring of Quinn Snyder a B minus, I guess. I mean, he he's much better than what Silas is. I mean, Silas is just downright awful. So would I like Quinn Snyder? Yes. My top three choices at this point, in no particular order, Sam Cassell. You saw it tonight on the bench of Doc Rivers. This guy deserves a shot. He would inject some lifeblood into this team. Now, he's a risk because now he hasn't been an assistant as long as Steven Silas has. I'm going to start calling him Steve, Stephen David Cully Silas because that's what he is to me. He was an assistant for all of these years, 20-plus years in the NBA. Nobody gave him a shot. That's not fair. He was never hired to be a head coach anywhere. That's not to say that he wasn't offered a job and maybe he just didn't want to take it at that point. But Steven, Sam Cassell would be a he would be a risk because he's a guy who's never been a head coach before. If you get the number one pick in the draft, he's definitely going to have to revamp the assistant coaching tree because Victor Wenbanyama is going to need some coaching when he gets to the NBA. He's probably the best prospect in the league in the last eight to 10 years, but he still needs coaching. He still needs a really good strength and conditioning uh, staff because he's got to put some weight on his frame. You saw what happened with Chet Holmgren. No, Sean, Ryan Bowen is not a Rockets legend. Let that one go forever. The worst player who ever played for the Rockets was Ryan Bowen. Um, but we had to reform Rocket. Um, but Sam Cassell, one of my three guys. Number two, I've talked about him before, is Kelvin Sampson. If Kelvin Sampson wins a national title at the University of Houston this year, you got the Tillman Fertitta connection who basically funds almost all of the entire athletics department, it looks like, at the University of Houston. If he wins the national title this year, which is a real possibility, could he convince Kelvin Sampson to come back to uh, the NBA, where he was an assistant before he took the University of coaching job. Final guy, as it's being talked about in the chat, Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson, if you think about his time with the Warriors, he helped draft that team, the, the, the major components of that team, before they got great and started winning titles. When they fired him and they hired Steve Kerr, that team was well put together by Mark Jackson as their head coach. So, no, Boston Knockbar is not a Rockets legend. You know what? We should do an entire show of legends amongst Rockets fans but are not anywhere close to <laughs> legends, right? We could go Boston Knockbar. We could go, I'm trying to think, any other good white guys. Uh, Steve Novak, Moochie Norris. None of those guys are Rockets legends, but they are Rockets legends in some of our minds. But once again, another loss for the Rockets tonight. They go to 13 and 44. Chris Gent is not a Rockets legend. Pop Jesus. Um, 123 to 104. The Rockets, when do they lose next? Let's see when they lose next. Let's go to the schedule. Oh, Rockets play on Wednesday at Oklahoma City. Team, you look at the standings right now. What is Oklahoma City? Oklahoma City's 27 and 28. 
And they started on the quote-unquote same trajectory as the Rockets. You know, the timeline, if you will. And they're, what, 27 and 28? Chase Budinger, another Caucasian Rockets legend. Thank you so much, Sean. Aaron Brooks. Yeah, love me some Aaron Brooks. Uh, but the Rockets, 13 and 44, 26 games out of first uh, with 25 games left to go. So I don't think they have what it takes to catch Denver. Uh, they are 16 games out of the play-in tournament with 25 to go. So we're going to have to keep a close eye on the standings um, to see if they can make it into that play-in uh, spot. I'm obviously kidding, and they're nowhere close to the playoffs. Um, but good news is, is after the game tonight, there's only 25 games left of this disgustingly bad Rockets season for the third year in a row. They're probably going to be the worst team in the league. So we get to put all of that behind us in 25 games and get the real season started when we talk about the off season. But for now, I think this is a halfway decent place to park the rocket ship. Oh, James makes a good point. KJ Martin in the dunk con. Yes, James, we will end tonight on a positive note because I'm in a positive kind of mood tonight. KJ Martin in the NBA dunk contest is going to be so much fun. That dude is going to fly in the uh, dunk contest. We also have multiple guys in the Rising Stars game. (laughs) David Anderson, Rockets legend. Yes, Ryan Anderson as well. Sean, thank you so much for bringing up the Anderson. Guys, once again, your unhappy final from Philadelphia. Rockets lose 123 to 104. If you are on Twitter, make sure to follow the Dream Take at the Dream Take. Follow the Dream Shake at Dream Shake SBN. Follow me on Twitter at Mike Brown underscore 2020. Follow my very talented co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, at Jeremy Brenner. You can go to Facebook, search the Dream Shake, and give us a like there. Finally, head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time. We'll talk with you on Wednesday night after the game versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. And until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger as six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
there's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.